Dragon Ball. Super dope. Super dope. Super dope. Super dope. That's the name of the show, dude. What's up, bro? Man. Super dope. How you doing? My name's Kyle. Thanks for checking this out. Not much to talk about this week. A couple of Dragon Ball pieces, so I expect this to be quick. Not exactly sure in the order in which I should go about these. Actually, that's a lie. I wrote it all down before I ever hit record. First things first, we had another voice actor, OG, from the original Dragon Ball Z pass away, Joji Yanami. He was the original narrator for Dragon Ball and eventually took over the role of Kaiosama, King Kai in Japan. Uh, he died at age 90 last week, so... Wanted to stop, point that out. I think I actually talked about him fairly recently. If it wasn't on this show, it was on one of the other random podcasts that say they're about anime, but bring me on because they actually want to talk about Dragon Ball. I know what I'm doing here, people. Not talking about Dragon Ball. Other than that, I don't really know. Uh, so rest in peace to Joji Yanami. I'm sure I'm butchering pronunciations there as I always, always do. So yeah. Uh, the big pieces of news this week, it, it kind of stinks because we're like in a, the middle of two newsworthy weeks. So next week will be um, the new chapter for sure. And within a couple of days uh, of me recording this, at least, it will be the Jump Festa panel for Dragon Ball Super. Superhero! Uh, but there's already been like little bits and pieces that have come out about both of those things. So we'll start with Dragon Ball Super Superhero, those visuals, before we move into Chapter 79 Dragon Ball Super drafts that are available so far. I do expect a full summary to drop probably within, I don't know, 12 hours of you hearing this, probably. So be on the lookout for those. But in terms of Dragon Ball Super Superhero, uh, and just Dragon Ball Super at Jump Festa more generally, uh, what I'd said to you last week was uh, we're going to be meeting the voice actors for Gamma 1 and Gamma 2. That's pretty much a foregone conclusion. It's been announced. We'll also see uh, a colorized version of Ultra Ego Vegeta. Little Toyotaro sketch came out this week. Almost as like, um, you know, promotion for Jump Festa. With Ultra Ego Vegeta about to go in on Granola and him fighting Goku. Like little chibi style, but like, like we all thought it would be, man. We saw Tapo in the Hakaishin form during the Tournament of Power. He's got like that purple aura around him, the hair, purple eyes. Um, so yeah, no huge surprises there for Ultra Ego Vegeta. But in regards to Dragon Ball Super, Superhero, I fucking hate that title. In regards to that, we got a couple of key visuals. Really just one, and I think what people are calling it is a movie poster. I don't necessarily know that this will be the movie poster, but it's pretty much the poster for this weekend and i have a couple of screenshots of the words translated on it but obviously this thing got every this thing got everyone's attention because it features a certain character very prominently right down in front his name is son gohan and goddamn son gohan boys fanboys that's probably the more appropriate way to say that son gohan fanboys are amped the fuck up for this movie all of a sudden they could have hated what the animation style looked like a couple weeks back, but now that they know Gohan's involved, it's like a whole new lease on Dragon Ball life for them. The quote from the poster is, Red Ribbon Army's super secret operation begins. So, we're dealing with remnants of the Red Ribbon Army. We kind of uh, 
surmised that from the trailer that we got a couple of months back. I think it was July we got that or August. Um, yeah, Red Ribbon's involved, and I assume that they're behind the creation of Gamma 1 and Gamma 2. So, But the thing that got everyone excited was uh, from the Dragon Ball official website, it kind of gives like a little descriptor, you know, outlining parts of what these visuals show. And it says, uh, the quote says, With their capes fluttering, Gamma 1 and Gamma 2 can be seen striking a couple of slick poses. And I'll just throw this out there now. Uh, very reminiscent of the Great Saiyaman. If you haven't listened to our episodes from when the trailers first dropped, the panel first dropped, a big pitch of mine for this movie was uh, having it be not a Great Saiyaman movie, but have him be prominently featured. He fits in with the motif of superhero, I'd say, and you got Gamma 1 and Gamma 2 jocking his style. Um, next, uh, this quote. Plus, there are some all-new original characters who we'll just have to wait to find out more about, no matter how tough that may be. Yep. Be real tough to not learn about characters, I don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, wearing his uniform and taking center stage is Gohan, who looks to be gearing up for the fight of a lifetime alongside Piccolo, Goku, Vegeta, and Pan. So, it looks like Gohan's going to be featured pretty prominently in this movie. And, uh... Could be a marketing tactic just to stir people's interest, especially after Gohan wasn't even in the Broly movie at all for some weird reason. Um, I imagined he would be in this movie just because Pan is so prominently featured in those uh, in that first teaser that we got. If she's in it, there's almost no way her dad isn't in it. She's like five. Her dad's probably around, right? So people are excited about that, understandably so. Uh, I just would temper expectations a little bit because it's still very much the Goku and Vegeta show. I don't expect that to change. It's cool that Pan is going to be getting some spotlight in this, but I don't know. Uh, Gohan in his you know OG uniform that he wore during the Cell Saga, it looks cool. Visually speaking, it looks cool, and I hope he's prominently featured, but just... If you think you're getting a Gohan movie where he's going to get some kind of crazy power up and uh, take over that MC role, ah, temper your expectations. I don't care what YouTube said. I don't, I don't care what that YouTuber said. <laughs> temper your expectations. There was another set of visuals that were meant to sort of serve as like uh, promotion for Jump Faster to, sh to share on social media, Twitter. Uh, Instagram, all that. If you don't follow us, go do that at DB Superdope, uh, at DB Superdope One on Twitter. Um, but basically, it was just like a countdown to Jump Festa, like seven days to go, eight days to go, something like that. And they had a bunch of the characters featured: Pan, Piccolo, Gohan, Gamma One, Gamma Two. They also had one featuring a Super Saiyan Broly. I feel like that Super Saiyan Broly, like Broly, has been something we've talked about. Him, his inclusion in this movie I think is interesting but I don't think it's going to be much more than maybe a scene or two and I think it'll probably come in the way of like Goku's not on earth right now because he's off training with Broly Goku gets the message halfway through the film he's like hey Broly I gotta go back to earth you want to come he's like nah I got a cave I got a green skinned chick I'm cool I'm gonna stay here see ya and that, that could be all we see of Broly for this movie. I, I sort of think that'll be the extent of his role in this one. Uh, but still, 
They use they use a Super Saiyan Broly right there on the promo material. I think to get people excited. Like I, I'm, I think Gohan will play a very prominent role in this movie. I'm not saying he won't, but I don't think Broly will. And the idea that they used him on promo materials, I just think they're uh, getting the right people excited to make sure that people are uh, have their asses in chairs when this thing drops across the world. Um, Toei's uh, doing some damage control, maybe. Nah, that's probably uh, a stretch, but fuck Toei, right? I am very hopeful that we will get a new trailer. Uh, if they come out and just introduce the voice actors for one and two, comma one and two at this uh, panel and just kind of show us the visuals that have already come out this week on like a big screen and have the voice actors talk over them. I'll be pretty annoyed. I'll be pretty fucking annoyed. Give me a slightly extended trailer, even if you have to reuse footage from the last one, which I don't imagine they will. Uh, just give me a new like minute teaser. Help me see more clearly into the plot. Show me a little, uh, show me some sizzle, bro. Oh, some action real stuff. Like, that's what I'd be trying to get down with. Um, but we'll see. If, uh, if I stay up till 2.20 a.m. on s- Saturday morning, Friday night, I'll be a little fucking perturbed if I don't get a goddamn trailer out of it. Um, I do not recommend that you do that, because like I said, 2.20 a.m. Uh, Eastern time is when the... Although I guess like if you're in California, that's like midnight. That's not even that bad, right? It's just old man me being like, two in the morning. I used to fucking work till like 2.30 in the morning, two or three nights a week and get home and stay up until like 4.30 in the morning. Because once you get off stage, you know, you don't just come home and get in bed and go to bed. You kind of have to unplug and unwind a little bit before you can actually calm yourself down enough to go to bed. So uh, I guess this is just me being old man Kyle. Uh, 2.20 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for the Jump Festa panel. I'm going to see Spider-Man tomorrow night. So hopefully if I am not like uh, falling asleep by the time I get home, I expect to watch it live. But I'm very, very hopeful for a trailer. Also, it's unrelated to Dragon Ball, but news, at least it's relevant to people in my world, people who listen to my shows. Uh, My Hero Academia season six has been announced for fall 2022. Very exciting. Fall is a goddamn long time away. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do with Super Dope Plus Ultra when the new year rolls over. I got to do something. Uh, I will also say that I don't think that shit is set in stone. They made similar announcements for season five around this time of that year, or the year previous. And uh, yeah, that got delayed. So, or was it season four that got delayed? One of the seasons got delayed by like six full months. So I don't really believe it until it's like three months until and I get that little... uh visual promo where it's like here's a new season of my hair academia coming up soon that's what i'm like oh shit it's coming up soon my hero academia <laughs> but yeah we'll see what's up with jump festa i'm going to see spider-man tomorrow night uh i'm <sighs> thoroughly annoyed with the internet i can't believe i've had like at least three things spoiled for me and like not even from dickheads on Twitter or um, like by Facebook friends or anything. I got one of them spoiled in a Marvel Strike Force video game group I'm in. Dickhead. That kid's a dickhead. His last name was Buckley. Like that's how you know you're a fucking dickhead. If you've been saddled with the name Buckley first or last during your life, 
it's pretty much a foregone conclusion that you will forever be just like kicking and screaming and wanting attention and doing shitty things like that. So Buckley, fuck you, you prick. I also had some of them ruined by YouTube. Uh, YouTube auto-suggestion like videos. So the algo apparently is real good at uh, auto-flagging people like Totally Not Mark but not auto-flagging people with their cell phone up in the fucking theater leaking out pivotal scenes of the movie. One motherfucker ripped the last 20 minutes. I think Victor told me that in our Discord yesterday or the day before. Like, whoever that guy is, take him out into the town square and beat the living fuck out of him for the rest of his goddamn life. Invite his family. Make sure they're there to see their man get his ass beat because goddamn, even they will agree, that dude deserves it. Don't spoil Spider-Man. Don't be a prick. Same with Hawkeye. Although the Hawkeye spoiler for this week was a little like super expected, I guess, in the way that like Mephisto was expected, you know? Uh, everyone's been theorizing on what was going to happen on Hawkeye this week. It happened. But like people are just like posting about it like, oh man, spoiler redacted because I'm not a piece of shit. Can't believe that happened. And I'm like, dude, are you fucking crazy? You're the reason that I get up at, on, on Wednesday mornings at like fucking 7 a.m. and watch Hawkeye immediately. It's not my fault. It's your fault that I have to do this. I don't have any problems. You have the problems. <laughs> uh, that's my fucking long way of saying don't be a piece of shit and ruin Spider-Man for anybody. Uh, Japanese Spider-Man, though, I will give a shout out to one of my favorite podcasts. The Weekly Planet, they also, you might know them from their Caravan of Garbage uh, series of videos on YouTube. Um, they recently did a deep dive into Japanese Spider-Man. Spider-Man. And they did a great job with it, but uh, dare I say, maybe not as in-depth coverage as I did on the first, I don't know, I'll say eight, ten episodes that I did, I forget, for Spider-Man Sundays. I wonder if I just dropped in some theme music for Super Man Sundays. I bet you I did. Change the this is good music, isn't it? If you haven't listened to Super Man Sundays, go check it out. Check out Caravan of Garbage and uh, all of their stuff, but specifically Japanese Spider-Man stuff in celebration of the new Spider-Man movie, uh, No Way Home. Go watch some Japanese Spider-Man because he'll be showing up sooner than you think. I think that next Spider-Verse movie from Sony is going to feature a Takuya Yamashiro. And his giant motherfucking robot Leopardon. And the Spider Machine GP7 and his bracelets and I am an emissary of hell and all that stuff. It'll be cool. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Go watch that. Um, all right. And then chapter 79 spoilers. What's frustrating about these spoilers this week is that... uh. I already knew all this stuff was going to happen. And that I know the spoilers that come out probably by the time you're hearing this, if not several hours afterwards, I do expect more spoilers. It probably a detailed synopsis to drop Friday evening ish, maybe Saturday. It'll be soon though. Um, it'll give us the entire chapter. This spoiler on the other hand, this is why I waited actually until, uh, until Thursday night to make an episode was because I was hoping more would drop. Uh, the only two things that are truly revealed, okay? Um, Alec 
has got no point. There's no point in Alec in going to the battlefield right now. He says something to the effect of, I don't want to get dust in my wine. I'm like, all right, pretty boy. You ain't never ate no dirt. Noted, you bitch. But anyway, okay, no more, no dirt in the wine. Fine, I get it. You're prissy and you have other things to fuck off and go do. That's fine. And then you turn, well, what I presume will be on a page flip, because uh, this is just scans or whatever, but on the page flip, there's one extra panel of him, top right-hand corner. It's almost, it's almost jarring, and I, I have to imagine it's done that way on purpose. Like, the elect panel moves through him just saying, like, yeah, no, I'm cool. I don't want to get in the way. I don't want to get dust in my wine. I'm good. I got, uh, I'm, I'm good. And then you turn the page. He's like, plus, I have one other thing to do. I'm like, oh, I thought you were done talking on the last page, man. You fake dreadheaded ass had to make its way over to this page, too, just to tell me what I already knew. You have some other shit in mind that you got to go do. Wonder what it could be. You got a Dragon Ball radar in your hands. Are you going to go gather the Dragon Balls and make another wish? All right, we'll see you in the final act, bud. Um, so that's one of the main things. The second one is uh, Oil and Maki go to interrogate uh, Manito. And they're like, where's he at? See? And he's like, I don't know. I'm old. I have terrible eyesight. It cuts back over to Vegeta making Granola eat the Senzu. He eats the Senzu instantly, you know, powers up. He's like, holy crap, this is wild. He's like, yeah, I know. Right? Don't waste it. If you do, we're all boned. The hope of the universe is in your hands, G. From Jeets to G, here's the Senzu bean. Nah. I shouldn't leave that in, but I probably just did. So you're welcome. Uh, he powers up and he just instantly teleports in between Maki and Oil, making this threat on Monito. And he's like, you get the fuck away from my grandpa. And I'm like, your grandpa? I don't think he's your grandpa, bro. He's a shitty roommate. He's acted in a father figure capacity, I suppose. But he ain't your grandpa, boy. And not, not only is he not your grandpa... He's those other things that I said, sure, but he's also shitty versions of those things. Remember that time he didn't tell you about who killed your mom for 40 years and then let you work for that dude for 40 years, making him money to pay his rent because old man don't have a job? That's the real backstory. I just wish they'd come out and say it. Manito has no income earning ability. What's he going to do? Not make Dragon Balls for people? Give them wishes from the Dragon Balls that have shitty repercussions that shorten their lifespans or, I don't know, shrink their dicks or whatever. I don't think Manito is going to be able to sell those talents out there on a consumer's market, you know? So with that said, Manito had to pimp out his boy. Little green boy. Green boy? He green though. He's like a... Like greenish teal hair. I don't think I'd like the color skin for, or the color uh, scheme, I should say, for granola. He's much more flesh toned, like peach. Remember when we were kids and we had crayons? One of them was just like peach. And that was the one you always use on white people because you couldn't use a white crayon on a white piece of paper, you know? So we was just all peach. That's what granola looks like. He looks like I colored it when I was six, and I couldn't find a white crayon that made somebody look... That's just a ridiculous premise. Peach. Saying the word peach is funny as fuck, though, so I don't think I'd like to color scheme for granola. It's a long way to say that, but 
he steps in and says, hey, don't fuck with my grandpa. He's a green-skinned old man. He ain't got no skills. I've been paying his rent for a long time. I don't care that he lied to me about my mom and all that. Uh, oh, also, there's another panel. I actually didn't grab a shot of it for this one. Um, he is, uh, he meaning Granola, is giving back his uh, little AI oatmeal, little eyepiece. I guess Granola snatched, or excuse me, I guess Manito snatched shit off the ground or whatever when they first arrived back at the battlefield. Because the ship lands pretty much right next to where the eyepiece landed. But the eyepiece, we never see if it's explicitly destroyed or not. We're just kind of left to wonder about it. And he gives it back to him in these uh, leaks this week. So between the Senzu Bean power-up and his old boy, buddy, buddy boy, Oatmeal, being in his ear and eye again, that's going to be like the uh, the deciding factor. Right? I guess I just don't see how this arc wraps up now. If everyone's just going to keep making the same wish to be the strongest. In the, like, I seriously think we're going to see the same wish made for a third time in this arc. Which, I don't know, from a storytelling perspective, I guess makes sense. Because how else is... Gas going to compete with Granola and Alec be able to, you know, take back his position of authority from Gas. Like, I think we're going to see this wish made for a third time and it's going to feel boring as hell. But, like, how do we, how does Goku and Vegeta go home at the end of the day? It's kind of where my brain's starting to drift to now. Did just like all three of them fight each other until they flame out? Does Ultra Ego Vegeta somehow truly get the win and have to step in after granola like say takes out gas and now has to take out the big bat of elect orange you glad that i didn't say banana orange you glad that i stopped that shitty mic thing that you heard for half a second so this is me in the future but also still in the past from when you're hearing this describing what uh the next minute of what i said was Basically, Vegeta's getting a lot more character, not character development. They're paying a lot more specific attention to Vegeta in this arc, I think on purpose. He's gotten a lot of new forms. He's got a new form in this arc, but that's not like a specific thing to this arc. He's gotten a lot of new forms throughout Dragon Ball Super. Uh, we'll, we'll see, man. I just, I'm interested. It can't just be that the story is like, hey, wish on the Dragon Balls again, because... That's been a long time running joke in Dragon Ball. It's like, why don't they just gather the Dragon Balls and wish the evil guy away? Oh my god, is that how this shit's gonna end? Ugh. Dragon Balls with no reset time, I guess that's the way out, huh? Well, anyway, we'll see what happens. Uh, here's a bumper. Bye. We'll see what happens. I believe I'll be doing the chapter review with GB probably next week although it's Christmas time and da, na, na, na. and so I don't know what the fucking schedules will look like we'll see maybe Rayshon's around I'll be doing a um I said it last week animation against fan club me and Rayshon did a spot on there last week or the week before I believe they are a fa Facebook podcast like they do all their stuff live you know so go look for animation against fan club if you want to see me and Rayshon laugh and talk and take over somebody else's show for a minute um but i'll also be sitting down with the host of animation against josh and rayshawn 
on Rayshon's feed in a couple of days to do a big deep dive on a specific section of Dragon Ball GT. I think it's around like episode 17 to 30. So just as they're getting back to Earth and Baby is kind of starting to take over people. And uh, it's like basically halfway through the Baby Saga, I think. Almost to the end of the Baby Saga, I believe. I think I'll see a Super Saiyan 4 Goku. I think. And that'll be cool to talk about. So if you don't listen to Rayshon's podcast, you should. Gap, Go check it out. Animation Indians fan club. Go check them out as well. Cool dudes. What else? I think there will be a podcast next week. So, yeah. I guess that's all I have to say. I won't say Merry Christmas to you yet. Because uh, I think we still got one more to go. So I guess maybe next week I'll say Merry Christmas to you. What'd you get me for Christmas, you fucking mook? Brought back the word. Uh, something good? Is it money? Is it uh, some Dragon Ball stuff? That's one of the annoying things in my life is that people are like, oh, a Dragon Ball thing. That's wild like that. And then they get me a Dragon Ball thing for Christmas, and I'm like, oh, this is fucking stupid, bro. Do me a favor. <laughs> don't buy me shit about the things I care about because you're just going to fuck it up. <laughs> Unless you truly know Dragon Ball, in which case it's a very probably flattering and thoughtful gift. And, uh, and I would love you for that. Like that year, a couple years ago when uh, I got each of the other super dope co-hosts who pretty much don't come on this show anymore. That's actually kind of saving me money this year though. This whole like working with remote hosts and not my stupid fucking idiot friends to like pull teeth and do a podcast with, you know, don't gotta buy them motherfuckers, no gifts. Uh, one year I bought everyone like a member of the Ginyu Force. Uh, Brandon, Carlton, Mike, Jimmy, and Dan, I want to say, was the five people. And then Brandon, when he came to do the holiday show, brought me the same five figures, the little tiny like one inch figures or whatever. Uh, I wish I remembered the brand of them. I know it's a Bandai, obviously. Tama no, it's not a Tamashi. Don't know. Don't care. Not important. Brandon got me the same shit I got for everybody else. It was very funny. Like, that was a good one. Brandon knows. Still listen to the show, Brandon? That's a joke. You never listen to it. Brandon's like a radio host. He has like a Sunday night show on local radio in Newport, Rhode Island. It's called the Rock and Roll Librarian. <laughs> so. If you miss Brandon, go track down the rock and roll librarian. Why is that so hard to say? It's because of the double L's at the end of roll and librarian. Rock and roll librarian. Also, I just have a difficult time speaking sometimes, which makes my fucking given conquest of podcasting a questionable one. I'm seriously just rambling. I've said pretty much nothing of substance this entire episode. Oh, I got a review. I think I don't know. This is very, uh, very minimal editing. I think for this one, because you know, just hanging with my boys, hanging with my mooks. Let's see. Uh, December eight, twenty twenty one, from Chicago, Mike V. So this shit's hot off the presses. A week ago, you should leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. I'll give it the similar kind of treatment. I'll read it. Uh. You can be like, oh, I wrote that, and now Kyle read it. That's a great feeling. I just listened to the latest podcast episode about Chapter 78. First thing I thought of with gas weapons. Gas, okay. I'm just reading it how it's written. Uh, let me just give me a minute. I'm going to punch it up. 
in my brain with my eyeballs. I just listened to the latest podcast episode about chapter 78, and the first thing I thought of with Gas was his weapons. Uh, the first thing I thought of with Gas's weapons was Green Lantern and Constructs. Also, keep up the great work. Chicago Mike V, I appreciate you, man. Uh, I agree, actually. I don't know how the heck I didn't make that same sort of comparison when we did the manga chapter last week, probably because I don't, not as big a DC kid as I was when I was young. Little known fact about me, I was almost named after Superman. Cal. And then my mom was like, you want to name my kid Cal because of a fucking comic book? So it ended up, he just tricked her into naming me Kyle. Instead of Cal L, Kyle, you know what I'm saying? True story. Anyway, I don't think of DC characters super frequently, uh, but no, definitely an app comparison, Mike. Uh, I wanted gas to like materialize like a B-52 bomber fighter jet. I don't know what planes are, but I wanted him to, I wanted gas to materialize uh, one of those plus a tank and then like not even shoot their weapons, just like throw them at someone. Cause like you get hit by a tank, you're dead. Not like hit with the, the, the blast, you know, but like if somebody drops a tank on you, I don't care if it's made out of green energy or not. You're dead. Same thing with the plane. B-52 bomb a plane, dude. Boom. I don't know why I got the accent on so thick today. Probably because I haven't talked much today to like people. And now I'm just sitting here free flowing with my mind mouth, mouth mind for 32 minutes. So yeah, Mike, thank you for the review. I appreciate you. And I would appreciate you more, you fucking mook, not Mike. Now I'm talking to you, the other listeners. If you too left us a Apple podcast review, I will read it. Uh, Patreon.com slash Dragon Ball Super Dope if you want to support the show. That shit's cool. Uh, a couple of weeks back, I hinted that I was needing some positive vibes because I was pitching a big podcast project. I'm not going to divulge what the podcast project was here. Does the Discord boys know? Um, but I just wanted to like give you an update. Seems the the celebrity has passed on this project, at least for now. So... Uh, it was something that he would not be very passionate about given his full plate or whatever. So that's that. I just wanted to share that. That's been a very frustrating, annoying, deflating piece of news this week for me. And it's definitely been demotivating. I think I got a job interview next week for a real job. Ugh. It's a, it's, it's in real estate too. So I'm kind of going back to that world that I'm not a huge fan of sometimes, but at least now it's on the other side of the equation, not specific to mortgages, which, uh, tell you what, man, you need a mortgage. Be careful who you deal with. A lot of scummy mortgage people out there, but wish me luck on that. I guess now wish me more luck. than you wish me last time? Don't hold back on the luck. You fuck. It's a good rhyme. All right, let's go do it. Super dope. Appreciate you guys. Talk to you next week. And um, don't fucking spoil Spider-Man, you fucks. If you do, I hope your mom falls down the grand fucking canyon. And unbeknownst to you, there was a piece of twine coming off her fucking belt. 
I was like attached to your belt. And when she falls down the Grand Canyon, you follow her dumbass down there a few seconds afterwards because you spoiled Spider-Man like a spoiled asshole. Rich people. I went on a big rant about rich people yesterday, two rich people. And the rich people got very defensive of uh, the other rich people, you know. I did this on a podcast too. So, uh, you don't listen to the Just Stuff League. Check that shit out in a few weeks. But uh, they were like, Doesn't it inspire you when you see those big homes? Doesn't it inspire you to like work hard? Doesn't it inspire you? I'm like, Yeah, it inspires me to burn that motherfucking house down. <laughs> I've just been thinking about like how much I meant it, but also how funny it was at the same time. And, uh, like how perturbed these rich people got with me for a second. You know what I'm saying? Rambling. I haven't talked to anybody today. I should go outside and make some friends.